Awesome Show. And we are back for the Mad Awesome Show. How's it going, Tila? How you doing, man? I'm good, man. I'm excited for today. We got some stuff to talk about. <laughs> oh, yeah, we do. I mean, we it was kind of looking scarce there for a second, and then I don't know where we get the calendar, and I don't... Maybe this could have been... A, I, I'm excited, but maybe this could have been a little bit better. Um, so, obviously, the biggest... The biggest news before we can get to anything else is 3v3 is back. So I've been talking for a little bit. I've been stumbling for a minute here. Tilo, tell us how you're doing and what do, what do you think? Uh, I'm, I'm excited for it. Um, for me personally, I always do better in 3v3. Uh, I don't know why it's like that. I do enjoy 5v5, I would say, a little bit more than 3v3. But it, I, I just find it like a fun game mode. It's, it's really one of those game modes that really emphasizes kits and your knowledge of those kits and for us especially with our new game <laughs> hopefully we start doing better <laughs> yeah it, re- it really does like you said it emphasizes kits because i think what a lot of the time we do in 5v5 just because it's the entire game is we get into these habits where we don't always understand kits we just know that something works like i, I remember i was beating c teams with slkr and this works in 5v5 or 3v3 so this is a bad example but I was using SLKR to beat C every single time. I didn't know how C's kit worked. I just knew that SLKR beat him every single time without fail. So it does really emphasize because it tests how much you know. And it, it really is a different game. But so you seem kind of positive about it. Are you are you are you happy? Would you say you're happy that it's back? I'm I'm happy. I know a lot of the community sometimes they can get up in arms about it, but it's one of those things that gives you a little bit of a spice onto GAC and a, just a little bit of twist. It's always nice to be able to um, <laughs> have some variety in GAC, and especially because we haven't had it in the longest. It's going to be chaos in the beginning, but it is, yeah. I think it, it's going to be fun chaos because everybody's going to be learning and relearning our strats that we did how many months ago. <laughs> it's been a bit. Of, Oh, and so so yeah, you're you're totally right. It's been a minute since we've done it, but even on top of that, the meta in GAC, even in five v five, has changed drastically. Number one, Omicrons, and also all like the Legends characters, we didn't have any of them. Like Mara, Dash, uh, Kyle, all these tunes are brand new. Oh, yeah. And then Omicrons, too, like you said, it's going to be ridiculous. Some of these Omicrons that maybe aren't getting as much shine as they do in 5v5 are really, really going to just come up to the surface. One in particular I really think is going to be pretty good is Akbar. Akbar and Leia, you got to watch out for that combo. That combo definitely could be something. Another one, too, is going to be Director Krennic. I think Director Krennic is going to be really disgusting. Um, don't know, really know offensively or defensively just yet. I don't have it, but I'm interested to see the reports on it. Well, I, I I agree with you. So I still, for the record, I don't necessarily still love either of those Omicrons, but their, their viability just goes up because the characters that you would want on those teams, for example, Krennic pretty much lives or dies on Death Trooper. He lives or dies on Death Trooper. And in 5v5, you can't give him Death Trooper. You have to have, if you want to have a good Aiden team and a good uh, General Veers team, which, you know, are sorry significantly better than anything Krennic could ever do, you have to have death on either one of them. Uh, so that that changes the field to the point where Krennic can take death and maybe even one other trooper. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and that's the reason why 5v5 or 3v3 is going to be fun. We're going to have to just piecemeal some of these teams. And who knows? Some of these teams may take a hit. Uh, one of them in particular I'm really looking at is Aiden. Not really sure if Aiden's going to translate from 5v5 the way she is a pretty much a, a crazy team to 3v3. That one's going to be interesting. Uh, even Dash, too. Da Dash is going to be interesting as well. You're really only going to have Dash as a damage dealer and maybe one more. And it'll, so, it'll probably be Dash L3 and Vandor. Uh, that, would yeah. have, that would have to be my assumption. Just because they're they're the three main core in there anyways. And like that Dash does Dash is, is a damage dealer. Beyond having a good lead, he is a good damage dealer. And then the other two kind of do everything else, I guess. But even that team, like really the only damage dealer is Dash. Yes, Vandor can go off pretty heavily sometimes too, but but it's gonna be interesting. Different comps, different uh, counters too. Counters are going to open up definitely, um, and I'm really interested to see what what comes back from the old meta three v three. I'm going to take a little deep dive during the week break and kind of dust off some of these old school counters that we had. Oh man, I yeah, I've been thinking about it. I've I've been putting together the the rest of the video for my um for my last JC match, but I'm already thinking about the videos that I want to make on this because there's. There's so much relevant stuff happening right now. So much relevant stuff happening with 3v3 that just really needs to be talked about. But I'm I'm excited because I like variety. And I think we were getting, it felt like we were getting a lot of good variety with GAC for the longest time, just with the dropping of the Omicrons. So this month, this month to me, I still like it. It's still my favorite game mode. But this month felt a little stale, uh, GAC-wise, because we didn't get a new Omicron. So, last time we got Wampa, which completely changed the board. Before that, we got Aiden. And then before that was all of them. So, this is like the first month that feels kind of stagnant. Like, not a lot has changed. And three, and they and they also probably shouldn't be re releasing a completely game-changing Omicron once a month. That would be too much. But So, 3v3 three, three shakes that up. I'm game, man. I, I love it. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it's going to be really, really interesting. I'm really interested to see what Wampa can do too, if it changes anything. <laughs> some of the stuff that he is, maybe maybe he can take out some more GLs, maybe Ray, maybe a couple of some something else. I'm really interested. Qui-Gon's gonna be good too, and I'm I'm right there with you. Diversity is key, and that's what three v three provides. I 100% agree. I think I think Wampa, Wampa and Qui-Gon are definitely gonna go up in viability. They're gonna be much more pain in the butt than they were before. And on top of that, there are also some, not, they're not getting nursed, but there's some Omicrons that are definitely going down in viability. Like, poor Zam, man. Like, I, yeah. you might still be able to use her somewhere, but she will not be doing what she did before. Like, you're not, you're not using Zam to snipe out Cat. Uh, like, that's, that's just not happening now. There's too many other pieces that you need to make that team work, and she's not going to do it by herself, I don't think. No, because what are you, you going to do to snipe Cat? Aura, Cat, and Mando, that's definitely not gonna work. No, yeah. But like, like I said, I'm I'm excited for it. I'll be it'll be good to make videos on. It'll it'll shake things yeah. up a little bit. But yeah, I, I do want to see where Wampa goes as well, because right now there have been a lot of people trying to wampa proof their boards. That's gonna get really hard with the <laughs> amount of teens coming up. Cause like you, there's only so much tenacity down in the game. Oh, oh no! It, it's it, there's no way you do it in three v threes. I don't think it, it's going to be too easy for him. Some of these teams that maybe he wasn't able to reach in five v fives, just the 
the amount of damage that is reduced by not having two extra characters in there, he's going to be able to take out a lot of stuff. I, I'm interested. What if he could take out a, a DR? I know I know he does it already in 5v5 with certain counters, but that would be cool if he does it in 3v3. Yeah, and there's no Malak there. I don't see why not. Um, that's, that's pretty much we'll make or break it every single time. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of stuff. It's going to be fun. I, I, I'm excited for it. I am too. All right, but I, th I think that pretty much covers it. Uh, we can get into more specifics later on, I'm sure. We still have another week or two before it actually goes live because we have this week, there's still 5v5, and then we have the break. But okay, on to our GC recap. Um, We got a question in the chat. Hi, this is B1, and here's CeeLo and Calvin with their brand or an experience this week. Hopefully they didn't suck. Roger, roger. All right. Okay. See, I think septic. I think it, like it's fifteen teams that are needed for Kyber, but I honestly don't remember. It's been, it's been a minute. And that's another thing that they have to address too. I know we're in the GAC portion, but I, I feel like they have to increase the amount of teams in three v three. Fifteen. We're going to see a lot of combinations of teams and a lot of like squishing of meta characters. I think so too, and I think they need to finally. And they haven't been doing this for a long time. But I think they need to finally start distinguishing Kyber 1 from the rest of Kyber. Like, if, you, if you're going to increase teams, whether it be on ground or in fleet, it needs to be different between Kyber 1 and Kyber 5. Because the Yeah, I'm 100%. The, the amount of people, like, the roster that you're working with in Kyber 1 is going to be very different, significantly different than Kyber 5. You can't be using the same criteria. Like, I know, I know there are a lot of people in, like, Kyber 4 or 5 that can't do pretty much can't perform at all in Kyber because they legitimately don't have six capital ships. It's not, it's not a question of how they split it or how they do their strategy. They can't place three and take three. So it's things like that. I, I think need to be changed. It's, and they, hopefully I don't think they'll do it, but if they could just take the opportunity to, to mark Kyber one off from the rest of the other four, that would be great and increase the teams to something stupid like 20. Um, but yeah. No, I always liked Zara's idea of the best guard lead or best guard league. I think that would be a really good thing. Just just because, like you said, we need that extra little boost, and 15 is definitely not enough. Yeah. But okay. So, Tila, we are currently in the third week of GAC this month, still 5v5 here. How did yours go? How was round how was round one more specifically? Uh round one was fun. Uh, in this round, I switched a lot of stuff up on defense just because last week we went 0-3. So I was like, I do not want another one of these 0-3. It did not feel good or taste good at all. So we changed a little bit of stuff on defense, uh, placement of teams too. I really always put JMK in the front, started placing him in the back, uh, try to draw as much counters as possible. Um, and also really try to make my board trooper proof. So that means that we put Django on the BAM squad. I already had a fast quill, so we're giving them the extra speed there. We put Nest with my dash squad. And um, what else did I do? Just different things like that. And uh, it worked out pretty good for us. My opponent dropped a ton of, um, a ton of um, banners on my... <laughs> that was thinking the word. I got you. Banner. <laughs> I was like, points? Uh, <laughs> what are they called? You guys know what I'm talking about. Uh, he just dropped a lot of banners on my squad. 
He did end up getting the full clear, but we did the best I've ever done on fleet. So my opponent actually placed executor. I believe it was uh, first order and empire. So what I did is I basically did the empire, the executor mirror match. I kind of switched it a little bit and took it onto offense this time. And we got a 71 uh, for the first order team. We got a 67 and then for the the final team, I believe it was Empire, or no, was it Hodo? I'm sorry about that. We ended up with a 72. So we ended up with really, really good banners. And even though my opponent got the full clear, we got the win. So do you, being in Kyber 1 and how, like going off of your success here with Fleet, do you think you've settled in to the three Fleet dynamic? Like, is it... Is it okay for you, or is it still kind of a pain in the butt, a headache? What do you? How? What's your attitude like after that match? Uh, it's it's adapt or die. That, that's what it is. No, for me, this is my outlook on pretty much everything. I'm not going to complain about it because complaining does nothing. So, <laughs> so I might as well adapt to it and try to do the best I can. I haven't really settled on a game plan that really is perfect for me, which we're kind of going to talk about in my other rounds, but but I definitely am getting a little bit more comfortable than I did, obviously, the first week, and I, that's the way it's going to be. The more weeks pass by, the more we're not even going to think about it, and then hopefully they introduce more ships as well. Gotcha. Yeah, all right, so you're already doing better than last week. Oh, yeah, so we got, we're one win right now, so I'm like, we could lose the next two ones. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy, but but a little a little thing for especially everybody out there listening to uh, me and Calvin were pretty close in oh, rankings. That's right. Okay, yeah. We, so we had we had the exact same skill score, like not not like one or two apart. It was it was verbatim the exact same. But we had for whatever reason there were still I want to say ten people in between us. But yeah, we were really stinking close. Okay. I forgot about that. Yeah, so I was looking at your week pretty much all week. I don't know the outcome of the last one, so I'm interested. So uh, there's still maybe a chance we get matched up, but I don't think so. <laughs> well, we'll see. Um, but yeah, my, so my first match. All right, so so right now you moved up one. Let's see if I did too. So my first match, I, I've dropped significantly, guys. So I'm coming off of like a six-week loss streak, which, you know, sucks. Um, but I was really gunning to win this time. So similar to Tilo, I was changing things up in my strategy. Actually, very similar to Tilo. I moved JMK to my back wall. And the reason, I, I kept putting him on the front wall for the longest time, just in case someone threw six GLs on defense. And I did that for, that for like maybe two or three weeks. And then nobody, like I have not faced someone who put all six GLs on defense in a very, very long time. They're just not doing it. So similar to Tilo, I just threw JMK on the back wall. I put Lord Vader on the back wall as well. And because my opponent didn't have Lord Vader for like the first time in forever, I put Esselkar on the back wall. So we stacked the back wall and then we tried to put in teams that would, would pull out all of his jails in the front wall. Like we put our super fast mall, we put our gas, and this is more or less what we did the entire season. And then I left a kind of an FU fleet defense. I believe we left the FU fleet defense starting here. Yeah, we did. Uh, so executor, negotiator, and empire. And then we we just took the guy we we slaughtered the guy in ground man like we every counter we had worked just flawlessly like we 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 beat we beat him up pretty bad 
and then even in fleets and again silver dragon we had we've had a lot of success with fleets this this week uh we took in finalizer to beat oh gosh am i getting oh radis that's right we took in finalizer to beat radis we did a burner and then our really crappy rebels to beat executor which worked really stinking well and then we used malevolence to beat their empire and so we dropped the one battle, and then they just couldn't full clear us. They dropped several battles across the board, and ultimately just couldn't get through our SOTR. And I believe they took, I think he took like three or four GLs on offense, um, and he couldn't get through our three. So that was, yeah, he took four GLs on offense, and he couldn't get through our three. So that was really nice, because he had to burn two on JMK. And I think he had to burn one on the front wall, but we'll see after the report. So cu- coming off coming off the loose streak really hard here, just pounding this guy into the ground. So it was, it was good, because he didn't even... He barely cleared two zones. No, oh, that's really good. Especially that that's always like that pickup game, especially when you dominate your your opponent, especially coming after some loss. That's nice. Yeah, no, it, it felt good. So, so that means we're at the same exact skill rating here. So Tilo, how was your second <laughs> match? How did your second match go? All right, so this match was really good. Um, I'm going up against a really, really good opponent. Uh, outclassed me on mods and with six GLs and Starkiller. And we we went in the battle. I scouted him. I saw what he did. So I changed a couple stuff in my defense. Nothing too crazy. Um, but when we go to ground, I scout him pretty heavily. And he usually does the same trends every week. So I'm expecting, fully expecting JMK in the back and Starkiller in the back. So because I was expecting that, it really just affected what I used in the front because I'm like, if I do this, I cannot get past his JMK. Plus, he, on his Lord Vader squad, he put the Maul and Candy variant. Oh, yeah, that's been that's been getting a lot of traction. And I was like, dang, you little punk, because I heavily rely on bounty hunters to kill Lord Vader. That's like a big part of my strategy. So we had to use our JML right there. We get past it. It was pretty easy. Um, but I was a little bit scared at that point because I'm like, I don't have my gas on offense because I placed it on defense now because he had never done that previously in his history. So I go to his Mon Mothma squad and this is going to be a trend. I decide to take out, use like a funky team. I think it was a mirror match of Mon Mothma. Okay. Which sounded to good in my head, especially because I went faster than his Mon Mothma. But man, I don't know what happened. As soon as I gave him a little bit of room, they just never stopped. And I was like, what happened? Like my my timings were good, everything. But we ended up losing that one. I did have Wampa still for offense. So I ended up having to use it for cleanup. I probably could have just used it in the beginning. But my thinking was I need Wampa if I have any chance of uh, clearing JMK, if we can get it to a JMK solo. But I opened up the back. And he didn't have JMK or Starkiller. Oh, that's brutal. So you you were trying to like pivot your your team so that you would have enough to beat what he had in the back of this, and then he just cheesed you. Yeah, and and, and really kudos to him too, using his basically his history, GAC history against me, because he had done it the last two weeks, did the same strategy, and then he switched it up. Um, I did put some little bit difficult stuff for him as well. Uh, one of the new trends too is Tie Fighter into your item team. Yeah, so yeah, I've seen that to stop Wampa. To stop Wampa, but he he again, this guy was really smart and on top of his game. He knew that was a trap, so he used a different team. 
And then um, I took the same fleets as last match because I was like, hey, if it ain't broke and we got those high banners, I'm going to do it again. And we didn't do it again. Uh, the <laughs> executor beer match did not go in my favor. And we ended up losing. We cleared the other ones pretty good, but we couldn't get past the executor. We didn't get the full clear. Um, he would have probably won, honestly, even if I would have got past the executor, just because the decision making in the front wall, because I honestly thought there was going to be a JMK and Starkiller. So it felt a little sad, but was a really cool opponent. I talked to him a little bit. Uh, he gave me a little bit of a pick me up because he told me my defense was pretty pretty solid and that he was scared to go scared to go against it so i was like bro i needed that after that loss i <laughs> appreciate you well and especially like you 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 obviously lost to a good player and you lost via strategy um like your your concerns were valid but he essentially like i don't mean this as an insult at all but he, he played you like he he, oh, yeah. he he knew what to do and he executed it well so no no shame on you just essentially props to him yeah, so just a really, really good player, and I think he won our bracket too. So I'm like, hey, okay, cool. If I'm, if I'm gonna lose to somebody, might as well be the champion. So you, you can <laughs> claim second best, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? So my second match, it. So we, 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 like you said earlier, we got a real big pick me up the first match. Like material wise, the dude was at a disadvantage. Arguably, like I think he had, I think he might have had us beat in one respect. I actually don't know now. Yeah, I, th I think we actually might have him beat. But this next guy pretty much had us beat on everything except mods. We had mods on him, but he had everything else. He had the GLs, he had the Omicrons, he had the Relics. You name it, he had it except mods. And so I changed my strategy up again. And I, I was betting, and I think I'm going to start doing this a little bit more, at least until I get really high up, assuming I do, is I'm going to start betting on their history a lot more. So this time, I saw my opponent doesn't like put Ray or JML on defense. And if my opponent doesn't put Ray or JML on defense, C, my C's going on defense. Like, he's he's much better on my defense with Malik than he is, you know, soloing their dash or something like that. So I took off SLKR, and I put I just kept my three jails in the back there. And we just went up against this opponent, and I all my teams, and I think you, you do this too, especially you did in 3v3, is all my teams are essentially have a speed barrier. Like if you're if your team to get past my front wall, you have to bring in teams that all can beat 360 teams or at least be reactionary enough. That um that that was my goal. And I think he had to since he didn't have me beaten speed mods, he had to burn GLs on those, and then he ended up stalling out entirely on my Lord Vader. He just could not he could not get past my Lord Vader's not really very good. So just because he's lacking Zetas, he doesn't have ult, I don't put Maul with him. But yeah, so didn't get through that. And I don't think he got through... I want to say he didn't get through ships either. So again, just kind of really dominated this one. We ended up, I think... I want to say we... Oh, no, we did not. So we... Very similar to the last match. We one-shot his entire ground. And then when it came to Executor, we did a burner in Rebels. And we beat him for pretty high banners. And he couldn't even get in there. Um, But yeah, so we did... We did We did pretty well. We we got... We're now 2-0 and for this week. And, and kudos to you. I actually saw this one. Um, I really, really like that strategy of going in there with the cooldowns on the executor and then following it up with the home one. I think I'm definitely going to be trying to do that um, next week. Next week, definitely. That's a good one. Yeah, no, I, 
So I don't know if I'll always be able to do it. Like I know eventually I'm going to get uh really really high up that I can't um I'm going to get really high up that I, I'm not going to be able to afford a two shot. But like against these guys that I can put enough on defense that they can't clear me, it's worked out really well. Also, this is in regards to Oregon the the chat. Hello, Org. How you doing, man? I think I think I don't actually know, but I've always thought the correct pronunciation was executor. <laughs> I don't even want to say which one. I'm not even sure. <laughs> <myself>. <laughs> I told them yeah, in chat too. I said, "Don't listen to me." That one. <laughs> I guess I was going to say maybe we pull like Empire Strikes Back or something like that and watch it. But at the same time, like George Lucas really didn't care about the pronunciation of some of his stuff. Like I'm trying. Was it Han? Yeah, like Han yeah. Solo. I think Land, the actor for Lando, or someone was like, "Oh, so how do I pronounce this? Is it Han or Han?" And he's like, "I don't care." Like. People in the universe have accents. It's it's not gonna matter. Like he, it wasn't a big deal for him. So it might it might be one of those, or one of them may just be flat out wrong. Oh yeah, it's tomato tomato. <laughs> there was another one too that was like Chewbacca or Chewbacca or something like that. Anyways, uh, getting back on topic, Tila. So you're you're one and one here. What about your last match? How'd your last match go? All right. So for the last match, um, this one was really cool. I got to scout my opponent too. My my faith in scouting was a little bit broken on this one, but I was like, you know what, we gotta right. do it. <laughs> we we gotta we gotta trust the process, as the Sixers would say, and uh, trust that he's gonna do the same tendencies. So same thing. This opponent did a lot of the same stuff he did in the last two weeks with like small variants, and I decided to put four of my five GLs on defense. So wow. I put my S S O K R. I put um, J M K. I put Ray and C. So I usually only put three on defense. So this one was a little bit different for me. And um, we placed pretty much a pretty heavy defense as well. We placed Gas, we placed Maul, we placed Bam, we placed uh, Dash, CLS, Iden too. So really, really crazy defense for this guy just because I knew what to expect. And I've been really um, emphasizing kits and kit synergy against. Against teams on defense, so not not really worried about speed. So we go in there, we're doing pretty good. We're one shotting pretty much everything, and again, I run into Mon Mothma. I don't know what's wrong with me, especially when I have Wampa available. I decided to take something else that completely just got wrecked. I think it was like Darth Vader and. And Revan, because Revan, for some reason, I had my Revan too. So we took like a Revan Empire mix, and it worked Wait, last Jedi match. Jedi Revan or Darth Revan? Darth Revan. Okay, just making sure. Yeah, that would have been even crazier. But uh, <laughs> but we go what in there and we just oh yeah, um, <laughs> but we go in there we get bodied, and I, I just get upset because I'm like really again the same thing happened from last match, and I had to go in there with Wampa to clean it up. And this time, my opponent didn't really put any of the meta ships on defense. So we ended up with the full clear there. And uh, my opponent attacked. He couldn't get past the, bot the back bottom wall. He just ran out, ran out of the teams. I did message him as well because I'm curious. I'm like, hey, did you use Wampa on my item team? And he goes, yeah. And then he left the chat. <laughs> so, so I was like, yes. I said uh, TIE Fighter is working, so I think that's going to be a strategy going forward. Uh, I know it opens up for a lot of other teams like Bad Batch, yep. but but if I'm running other teams that require Bad Batch too, I like that because it's going to really kind of pull 
where they're going to have to use that team, and then hopefully that's going to force them to use something a little bit heavier like a GL. Yeah, no, like you said, especially if you can pull their teams like Qui-Gon or um, General Grievous or something. I, I pretty really like General Grievous on offense, but I get your strategy. If you if you can pull them in enough different directions, that'll get you somewhere, especially especially for the, for, for the people who live and die using Wampa versus Aiden. Oh yeah, and then um, one of the teams that you know we well, you mentioned it a few um, episodes ago was the CLS with the droids. That one requires bad oh, bats yeah, too. Yeah, you're right. That, that's that's the cheap counter out of that. So I put them both in the same zone, and I say, "Hey, go for it. You pick." You pick. Because that team that team's been getting me a lot of holds. That one and the dash with Han and Chewie. Yeah, and all three of those none of those can be wampered. No. And it, and even troopers have trouble on them too, especially if you can outspeed them. Uh, it's because it's it's really really hard for. I, I've done that match. I've lost that match because when Han shoots first, not only do you have a stupid fast dash, let's say you have like a three sixty dash or something like that, but those when they yep. go into crit, they're getting a bunch of turn meter, including dash. So he goes from like three sixty to three seventy three eighty. Oh yeah, it's definitely nasty. And then even the CLS with the droids too. BBA is just facilitating them really, really crazy. And I have a super fast uh, R2, probably way too fast than it has to be. But he he starts the ball rolling, and then they start assisting, starting to getting those stuns. And um, Chupio starts going off as well. So that could be a problem too. Yeah, I can see it. I can definitely see it. Yeah, so we ended up getting the win. So I'm really curious to see what happened in your third round. So this is going to determine a lot. But I kind of have an idea, to be honest. I did see the beginning of this fight. So the third round, the, the third round was pretty tight. The third round was pretty tight. Our opponent had every single advantage on us. So kind of similar to the last guy, except for this one had better mods too. So again, mods, relics, GLs, Omicron, Starkiller. He had it all. We're missing a lot of those pieces. He even had a lot of the, the better fleet stuff going for him. But I was like, all right, we're just gonna we're gonna try our best. We're gonna hope he screws up on something and go from there. We tinkered around with our defense a little. I think it was really kind of in vain. Like he, his opponent uses Padme or Padcat versus JMK. And I think if we put 3PO in there that was supposed to make him drop a battle on it, it. Like it didn't work. But ultimately this guy took, he took four GLs on offense plus Padcat. So essentially five GLs. Because he left a, a really dumb JMK team on defense that our bad batch ate alive. That was fun. That was, it was really fun to watch R1 Omega kill an R8 JMK team um but yeah so he took a lot on offense so we were doing really really stinking well against him we were he put down some weird teams but we were quote-unquote theory crafting and but when i say theory crafting i mean stealing other people's theory crafts we used uh <laughs> padme gideon against a team in the front we got through the front we used bad batch on jmk everything was going super well I was organi organizing my teams to make sure we we're gonna be able to do everything we hadn't dropped into battle so everything was going fine and then I see the Darth Maul team, and he, he runs Darth Maul Droidica. Or not Darth Maul, sorry, Maul. Maul Droidica. And I'm like, okay, that's going to be a pain in the butt because it's running at like 383 speed. So let's do Qui-Gon Jinn because I've used Qui-Gon Jinn versus Maul various times. I've used, I've used Qui-Gon Jinn against Maul teams that have had Watt and Bam, which is by far like the most dangerous comp. And what always ends up happening is... Maul targets my Gear 7 Luminara. My Jedi Anakin gets like 16 turns. Everyone dies. It didn't go this way this time. Um, Maul, this was really sneaky. 
he not only does he go after Qui-Gon Jinn, but before he goes after Qui-Gon Jinn, he increases cooldowns on my Jedi Anakin. So he increases cooldowns on my Jedi Anakin, kills Qui-Gon Jinn, so when my Jedi Anakin gets his bonus turns, I don't have the AoE procced. Um, so that sucked. We ended up only killing Bo-Katan, so that wasn't very fun. And that, that was a good team. Like, I need, I, I can't, he put down a good enough defense that I really couldn't drop battles, especially because I put, th- I, I kept three jails on defense. So that really threw a wrench in things. Ultimately, we ended up getting everything down. Uh, the the battle that ended up costing us the most was he put down a crew team, and just because I was out, I was really slim on teams. We had to sh- break crew down using primarily uh, Treya. We Nihilus was able our gear twelve Nihilus was able to annihilate their crew, and then my you know gear eleven palp or gear, gear 11 Mar with Pop was able to clean up the rest. So really crummy banners. We did really well on ships. We one shot everything and he comes in and he just one shots my entire ground gets the fleets one shots executor. And then he fails on negotiator. Oh, no. And at this point it's getting really, it's re- getting really, really close because you can't fail fleets. Like if you drop one right. battle in fleets, like you had, you were so low on what you're trying to work with. And he also had, he put a lot of reinforcements on his defensive fleet. So even, so he has seven fleets, you know, he has all the GLs. So he has, all, he has uh, the Radis and the finalizers. So I'm like, all right, so he's not, he still has one makeup fleet here. He can still make this work. He goes in with something else, kills negotiator. And now he only has to kill empire and he only has to kill empire for 46 banners. So he could even two shot it. And he beats us. He takes oh, a fleet, man. fails. <laughs> so I'm sitting here, oh, he like, oh my gosh! And, and he 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 killed Tie Bomber and Vader in it. So it's just my you know my prototype and my Tie Fighter standing in there alone. And he just does the, he doesn't attack him because he doesn't the fleets and we win. Oh man, that's awesome, bro. So it, it, was, <laughs> it was really close though, man. Like if he. I think if he had just organized his fleets a little better, he had me. He totally had me. Oh, that is awesome. Fleets for the win right there. So heavy defense is the way <laughs> for that match. No, yeah, it, it, it totally was. And I I, I like my strategy because I'm really comfortable with Rebels, Finalizer, and Malevolence on offense. Now, like, that's that's been – I've been able to do a lot with just those three. Even, like, I think one of our opponents set – one of our opponents said both executor and negotiator on us one time, and we were still able to get through it. Granted, you know, we had to use the burner, but so I'm similar to the, the question that I asked you in the beginning. I, I'm pretty comfortable with three fleets right now. Like I'm, I still feel like I'm in kind of a disadvantage um, because I just don't, I don't have Ray and without Ray, I don't, I don't have Radis at all, but I, 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 I feel comfortable with it now. Dude, that's awesome though. That that fight though, I was like, I've never been more torn in my life. I'm like, I low key want Calvin to lose so we can get matched up, but I low key want you to win too. <laughs> I think uh, I said it in my guild chat. And I was talking to Cubs or something. <laughs> no, I, I've definitely been there before. We're like, I'm, well, I've been yeah, I've been in situations where like Zareth's alt or whatever and me would be fighting for first place in Division Three or something stupid like that, and I'm like, dude, I really like, I don't. I don't want you to lose, but it would be great if you lost. <laughs> like, That's awesome. Or like, you don't even need to lose. Just like get ten less banners than I'm going to. That's that's fine. Oh man, 
That's good though, man. Uh, that that that's a really really good feeling. I had that maybe a couple months ago where you're watching your. Did you watch him live? Uh oh wait, who's Earth? No no no. Did you watch your opponent attack live? Were you like waiting for him to like drop ships and uh, more attack? or less? I think he did. He did ground while I was asleep, and then he did. Yeah, I didn't see. I didn't get to what he was doing until it was just my Empire fleet. Until it was just my Empire fleet. Oh man, that's still like that's epic that you're there waiting for him to see it while it says in battle. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I that was, and it was close again. Like I said, if he if he had just reorganized his fleets, I think he had a I think he had a pretty good shot at beating me. But it's, I'll take it, three and oh, yeah. maybe. So I, but we're still we're still four we're four and five for the season. So that's not great. And I know we talked about it a little bit last time too. Um, trying to uh, trying to go better than six and six was our goal. So you, we got one more week. I, I'm right there with you. I'm at four and five, or five and four. Is okay. it five and four? Yeah. <laughs> All right. <I> so <laughs> that being said, we've got. Um, let's see what we've got going here now. Oh right, whose kid is it anyway? So. This is kind of turning out to be the main event of the podcast, Hilo. So are you are you ready for another Whose Kid Is It Anyways? No, nah, I'm excited. And sorry, no sounder yet. I was super busy last week. Nah, you're good, dude. But okay, so, Tilo, would you like to go first? Would you like me to go first? Because we're going to do... So before we... We are after we do our own. So we're going to do the kit that I designed for Tilo and the kit that Tilo designed for me. We're also going to do one from a guest, and that guest this week, well, kind of a guest, is Kanak, who gave a comment in our Discord server. If you would as well like to participate in our game, you can join my Discord server, uh, Calvin. It should be in the, either in the description, or it can be used, you can get it here in Twitch. You just post a kit with a spoiler tag, and then you can post the name of that character and a spoiler tag below it. If you go on there, you can see plenty of examples. Um, but okay, so, Tilo, do you want to give me mine first? Actually, I think you did yours to me last week, right? I think so. That's what I was trying to think. I was going to ask you that. I'm trying to think. I think you, because you used, we both guessed Mace. No, yeah, I asked you last time, so you need to ask me first this time. Okay, let's go. Uh, I thought I had you pull it up. Okay. So for this character, the ability reads, deal physical damage to target enemy with a 45% chance for all allies to recover 6% of blank's max health. That's it? Yes. I try to keep it simple. <laughs> okay, so you deal damage with a... How much was the 45% chance? It's a uh, deal physical damage to target enemy with a 45% chance for all enemies to recover 6% of blank's max health. All allies, right? All allies. All right, I have an idea whose it is, but I don't... I'm trying to... Th oh, I need to cover up chat. Oh, crap. I, I, uh, I know, I, I looked at it I right now, too. I was like... Yet. Nobody mentioned anything, so we're good. Um... <laughs> I still have mine open so I can see these. Hopefully we're doing still relevant characters because this is a pretty relevant character. This is the, I'm getting it'd be really weird if this wasn't a healer. Is this is this Barris? You got it. All right, this, <laughs> this is her basic, right? It's her basic. 
Okay, I don't think I'm going to be able to remember the name, though. Um, Healing Strike. Um, in, in Invigorating Strike. Almost. Oh, really? I got one of the words? You got one of the words. Okay, so like partial credit. <laughs> <laughs> That's a half point. Okay, so I got well, I got the three points there because I got it on the first guess, and I got the ability, and we didn't, I didn't get the witch McCall, but that's fine. Um, that, that's super good too. Barris is like her kit was super lean. Yeah, I was trying because I was trying to think. Cause I she was the first one that came to mind. I don't know her kit that well. I, the the more the most of the kit of the hers that I know is the unique, but it makes sense so that that we always have um we've always modded her for straight health because that heal is based on her own. So that does, oh yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. I'm I'm happy. Not, well, I got it right, so I'm very happy. With my guess. <laughs> and she's definitely relevant, especially right now with the Treya and um, yeah, she's in a bunch of teams. Yeah, countering a lot of stuff like Dash too, and solid Dash squads. Oh, Canucks is this one is rough. Okay, all right. So all right, let me close. Yeah, close, close the chat there. Right. And by the way, we should have explained this again at the beginning. But basically, <laughs> the our game, whose kid is it anyways, is when one of us comes up. You probably already saw the example, so it makes perfect sense. One of us takes the description of an attack or basic, especially a unique, a leadership. And we haven't done a leadership yet. That's That'll be fun. Um, and the other person has to guess it just based off the definition. Oh, man. So you put me in the hot seat, though. Are yes. we finally going to have a lead change? Or a, a difference. We'll see. So, all right. So, you already got your chat covered up? Yeah, everything's covered. We're good. All right. Let's just make a just make sure I don't read the character's name. <laughs> uh, I was I was practicing as dumb as that sounds, and I said said their <laughs> name, and I was like, dang it, I cannot do that. Okay. So, deal physical damage to target enemy with seventy percent chance to stun the enemy for one turn. If the target was debuffed. This character gains twenty percent turn meter. Oh my gosh! Okay. Um. So it does three things: deal physical damage, seventy percent uh -huh. chance to stun for one turn, and if so the target was debuffed, this character gains twenty percent turn meter. So deal physical damage, stun, turn meter. Gosh darn it. Who's got a stun or turn meter? Um, and I don't think about these. They're all kind of like pretty universal. Pretty universal kit things like stun, turn meter. I, ha I have one in mind, but I really don't think it's her. Just because I think there's a call to assist as well. Um, who would have a stun? Oh, is it? Is it um, Han Solo? Is that your final answer? Yes. It is not. God darn it. Okay, fraction. Right, so now you get the hint. Now you get the hint before you before you go on another guess. And I'm going to be nice. I'm not going to say scoundrel because they're all scoundrels. It's a bounty hunter. Oh, it's a bounty hunter. That, sh that should narrow it down at least a little. All right. I'm trying to think who, who has a stun. Boss. Uh, Dengar. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Catbane. Um, is it gr Is it grief? 
answer? Uh, no, I got this one wrong. <laughs> Gosh darn it. Yes. Uh, it's it's Aura. Gosh darn it. It's her basic, too. Yep, it is. Oh, my gosh. Chest tearing me up right now, I bet. Yeah, that one's kind of dirty. Cause it's, a, <laughs> it's a very good character, but you don't, like, you don't do, you don't do, I, I, kind of similar to Barris though. You don't do Barris for her basic. You take Barris for her, you take it the same way. You don't, you don't take Aura for her basic. You take her for her lead. Oh my! And you know what? And I don't think even grief stuns. He puts days. It's days, yeah. His basic is days. And I think I got them mixed up. <laughs> Gotta start it. That was All right. It. And there, there are a lot. You're right. There are a lot of stuns in Bounty Hunter. Dangar stuns, Bosk stuns, um, Cad Bane stuns. Greedo can stun as well. Who else? I want to say there's one more too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you, and then the aura. So what is that? Half. Yeah. Mando does his stun. Um, yeah, that's a lot of them. Like yeah, four or five. So. I made a hard <laughs> new, but finally, sorry, Tilo, finally we're not tied for once. We've been doing this for three weeks now, and we've, we've been at the same point. So there might be, there might be a little bit of redemption, though, because, so, again, the third part of whose kid is it anyway now, Tilo did his for me, and I did mine for him. What we're going to do now is we're going to go to the Discord server. We're going to go to the top comment, you know, other than mine explaining things. And we're going to have to guess this kit. And how we're going to do these, and we're going to take turns on this from week to week, is one of us is going to read the kit to the other person. And that person has one guess to get it. If they don't get it, then the other person has the chance to get it, and they're going to get it for double the points. So it'll just be a one-two variant. So, Tilo, you're doing it for me this first one, right? Or no? Yes. So Tilo's going to read the ability to me. And actually, I can probably look at it too, because I don't think the character is in this description. Kanaki, you can probably confirm that in the chat. Um, so I could read it here too. And then if I if I can get it, then I get one point. If I can't get it, and then Tilo gets it after me, he gets two. And then we'll do, I think it's Savitar's next week. And so on and so forth. Right. Okay, so so I so I am good. To, so I can look at the first post. Tilo... All right, so I'm going to cover up my chat. Okay, sounds good. I'm going to cover it up, too, like, just in case I have to answer it. Oh, that's true. That, that's, that's a good call. <laughs> All right, so we, are we both good to look, Tilo? We are good to look. All right, remember, first post. So one, two, three. Okay. All right. Do you want to read it or should I? I'll read it to you. Go for it. Uh, deal physical damage to the target enemy. Dispel all buffs on them. Stun them for one turn. In addition, remove 50% turn meter, again, uh, double against Jedi enemy. If this target is debuffed, remove 25% of their max protection stacking. This attack can't be evaded. Okay, this is going to take me a minute. And he, he Kanaki even made mm. it kind of quote-unquote easy, because he put Jedi in here. Yeah. So that that's, that's well, I guess that's fair, because that, that's not talking about this character's kit. It's talking about the enemy kit. Um, okay, so I, first off, I don't know who this is off the top of my head. Do you physical damage to target enemy, dispel... So this, ha- this has to be a special. Dispel all buffs on them, and stun them for one turn. That... Oh, I do know who this is. I think I, I do, exactly, too. Exactly. I do. Yes! It's Cad Bane. Yep. It's, it's, his, it's his special. <laughs> I don't know the name, but yeah, that's... Oh, I forgot that he had anti-Jedi synergy. Because yeah, he takes down... I know this because he has, um... I've lost a Nest Solo versus Bounty Hunters before. Um, 
because he stri- he stripped my protection after he got contract. I think. Okay, I, but- I know it. I know it from um, the bounty the bounty events doing Wampa back in the day when I didn't have really good bounty hunters. That mess would come in so clutch. The little glowy punch. <laughs> That's the uh, name it, of the it's a really good move. I've never the Jedi thing almost throws you off though. Um, because you never think of Cad Bane as a Jedi killer. Like that's, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's almost up there with um, Ahsoka and her Night Sister um, <laughs> synergy. Her Night Sister lead. <laughs> it's like in there, but does no big thing. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah, it looks like uh, Levision. Sorry if I got the wrong. Levision also got it right. It looks like you got it right. Oh, Seth the Sugar got it. Character second post. Okay, so I'm I'm quite a bit. Not to rub it in, Tilo, but I'm quite a bit in the lead now. <laughs> so I've got, I got three points, so four points. Yeah, so I'm, I've got four up now. But again, you you have next week to go for Savitars, assuming Savitars is a real whatchamacallit, because I don't see him giving the answer for his, but I assume oh, I'm, not, I'm not gonna check. Actually, maybe I, no, I can't check, because I if, if you don't get it, then I have a chance to steal. But anyways. Yep. Um... Anyway, so that includes that portion of it. I'm feeling pretty good. I was going yeah. to New York, but everyone <laughs> of their skills basically say Ewok in the skill. That's fair. Yeah, that's something we probably need to leave clear for... Because I don't think we started doing that when you put that in, Kanak. But we've we started censoring, like, factions and stuff. Or, like, the, the kit's name. You should probably just put faction. So, to get 50% max health to faction. Yeah, instead of Ewoks. Good. Okay. But I said it. I said it in chat. That's emotional damage right there. That, that sucks. Oh, <laughs> you're right. on a roll. I was gonna say you're on a roll. Three and a week in GAC and just completely dominating. Whose kid is this? It's good. It's a good week to do it, <laughs> man. I didn't. I forget how much like that ability is basically everything. Cad Bane is good for. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> if Cad Bane did not have that ability. He would be absolutely worthless. Like that is the you know, of course, not including the ship, but yeah, that, that ability is really good. He does have accuracy down on his basic. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh my gosh! So basically, blind, but much worse. <laughs> so bad, poor guy. He needs a rework, or he at does. least an Omicron. He does. He's he's one. He's the character that I've. I think we've mentioned this before. Who needs the mace or Vader or whatever treatment? He's. He, he needs some backup. No, definitely. And uh, hopefully they expand on that on Jedi Killer. Imagine him in there uh, for the JMK snipe or something else, too. That would be cool. All right, cool. All right, so let's go ahead and move on to leg day. Let us talk leg day. Important it is. How do you think I jump so high at my age? All right, Tilo, so... We've got this next. We still have one more GAC week coming up here for five v five, so it's still very relevant. What have you been working on, or what have you been working towards to improve your roster from last week to this week? So, if you guys follow me on TikTok, you guys know what it is. So, I talked about it last week too. Uh, Star Killer, I unlocked him, but I finally got him to relics, and we relicked him to R seven. So, I'm super excited because in one of those battles last or this week. I did manage to do a cleanup on Ray using my G12 Star Killer, so that's a little bit of a taste of what's to come. Hopefully, it's going to allow me to put more GLs on defense, especially if I don't have to use, like, say, a, a gas or a, J, a, J, a JML. 
against Ray. I can just use my Star Killer yep. and and have JML just in case anything pops off, like a JMK. Because I have Bounty Hunters too, they can take out Lord Vader, and then everything else I can off meta SOKR C with GG. So I'm feeling really good about that. We did get Visa Smart to G12 as well. So I wish she was G13, but even at G12, she's going to do the job. I think she's going to do the job. I've heard some good stuff of her gear 12. Like, obviously, it's a character you want to get to relics, but I've heard a lot of people make do with her gear 12. Yeah, so hopefully we could do it. And then the main main people on it anyways is uh, Mara Jade and, and EP. I already have Mara Jade modded since last week. She's around um, 365. So she's already speedy, speedy, ready to go. I do want to check my mods on EP. Just kind of touch him up just a little bit because I haven't done it in forever, even though it's been working pretty good. And um, I'm going to throw GK in the squad too, especially with the emergence of Mace. So we modded him a little bit different last week. Uh, Good old Maurice was talking about it during his stream. If you have him the lowest... um, lowest health and protection he's gonna assist with jmk applying the ability block which yeah. is really good it's dirty yeah and i really like that and it's just because the week prior somebody bounty hundred by jmk and that's one of the worst feelings ever so if i could stop oh, okay. that I and... was, they sniped it i was like I'm like what the freak is fennec doing <laughs> no 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 <laughs> they sniped it but i was gonna say uh, but... I'm like gosh darn it <laughs> <laughs> Finnick was also roids right there. No, um, but but I don't want them to be able to do that. I want it's the best team for defense, so I want them to use something heavy against it, like a JML or even their own JMK. I don't want them to have that option. So that's a, that's really good, and it allows me to put GK somewhere else, which would be Starkiller. So other than that, didn't really do much against my roster. That was the main focus. Now now we're focusing on Bad Batch as well. So. Especially tech is being uh, double drops now, accelerated. Yep, yep, there. So, so we're getting closer to Lord Vader. And Hunter is, I think, 50 shards away from 7-star. So really, really fast. I think that was like a couple weeks. All right, cool. So yeah, a lot, a lot going on and a lot more to come as well. Oh, no, definitely. And how about you? How, how's your leg day going? What you working Dude, I, on? I didn't, do, I didn't do squat. Like my... This whole Lord, like I, I, I like Lord Vader. He's definitely helped my roster. Like he, he was, he was responsible for holding the board this last match. But man, is he time consuming? Like this is, we've been on this grind since forever, and we're still not there. Uh, we've been, um, so he's he's R seven, he's ult, but he doesn't. We're still missing two Zetas. We did slap one more Zeta on. I'm still trying to hold as many Zetas as I can. We're halfway to the next one. And I'm going, what I think I'm going to do, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this before this week, but I'm going to try, is get him to R8. And I'm going to try to switch his mods around. I'm going to try to get a protection primary on his triangle rather than crit damage to see if we can start taking him to solo some other GLs. But I don't, I honestly don't know if that's going to happen this week or next week. But he's he's been the main project. But I, man, like, I haven't, I should probably pick a character, either that or start committing to Visus for for when we go after Starkiller. But I haven't, I haven't done anything. Um... Like ship wise, I've I've start I started farming the Star Fortress. I brought up the the type prototype to seven stars that we got from Conquest. I think that was this week. But yeah, other than that, I haven't done anything. Maybe it may, I'm, I almost feel bad. I feel like I should have done something. 
A GL, it, it takes a while. So you just adding relic levels and getting them all tightened up, that's a lot. It takes pretty much a couple of weeks just to get it all tuned to to make it to where you could just kind of sit and just play with the mods after a little bit. So yeah, I mean, the, the don't tickets, feel bad. The tickets are what's killing me. And like, I knew, I knew that I wasn't even going to be close to getting for this next week. Like, I think I only have, I can check right now. I've got my game open. Um, I think I only have like six or seven V ult mats and, you know, lock is today or rather tomorrow. So I, I can't even, I can't even get close. So there, there was no point in rushing and rushing the ult, I guess. So here, that's kind of where I'm at. Um, hopefully I have a lot more to say in two weeks, but at the same time, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I should be looking to things for 3v3 after next week. I don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> I'm, I'm jealous of you. And I know I said it last week too, but I really wish I had Lord Vader. It could be a lot, lot of stuff I could do if I had him. It's nice to have him out of the way, man. Like he's obviously we're we're always kind of playing that catch up, like not not a huge yeah. catch up game, but a slight catch up game. We're, we're like always right under, um, having the majority of the things that are out there, and it, it's really nice to kind of having him done. <laughs> I always liken it to like Ross or Marshalls. Like we get everything maybe a couple seasons behind <laughs> like the whales, <laughs> but but Mike loves those stores. <laughs> yeah, mine too. That's why I know. But uh, no, no, that's why when people, the, everybody says like, "Oh, I wish there was more content." I'm like, "Bro, just chill a little bit. Let me catch up. Let me just like at least see you ahead of me." But uh, that's cool, man. Uh, I know people talk mess about Lord Vader too, Lord Failure, but. I, I just think it's a mindset thing, especially I know you talked about it right now, being able to solo some some other GLs on offense. I really like his potential for me and the way I have my roster set up for offense. I think it's going to be really cool once I'm able to unlock him and uh, really just use him to his full potential. Yeah, I'm a, well, I'll have to kind of knock out the kinks because that'll, that'll allow me to do some other stuff too. Because if I can use him to solo SLKR, then I can finally... Yeah strip my you know 120 or i don't know what they are like 140 speed sits off of old ben like i i will do that very happily um but yeah we'll we'll see where it goes but all right tila so that pretty much wraps up our leg day so we're on to our final segment kind of here and i've I've heard a little bit of rumor about this but i think you know more of what's going on so tell us tell us about the last segment here tilo all right, so we got Star Wars in general. So we're going to move a little bit off of the game and talk about what's going on with Star Wars. So the big news this week is uh, they just announced a new game. So, and this one's going to be really cool. Uh, Amy, uh, I forget her name. I think it's Hamish, Amy something. But she's the producer that worked for Uncharted. Okay. And she worked on some other games, but Uncharted was like the main one. She had already been producing another game. It was supposed to be an open world type of game. And that that Star Wars project got canned. A lot of people were upset. So now with the announcement of this new game, and they retained her and uh, the new studio that she's working under as well, uh, this one's supposedly going to be really, really good, especially with her pedigree. And so I want to see what you think. Will you play it? And uh, I know you're in Fallen Order right now. I don't know if you finished that or not. I just finished it yesterday. Oh, nice. We'll talk about that one right now, Let's stay on topic, and then I'll tell you what I thought about that. All right. But how do you feel about this new game mode? I don't know if you're familiar with our net game mode, new game with the Uncharted series. I've heard of it. I've never played it. So I'm not... 
I'm not a huge gamer. Um, like I, that might be a lie. I, I, I play, I, I don't know if it's like an addictive personality type of thing, but I'll get really into a handful of games. Um, yeah. and I'll like really, really get into them, but I don't play, I don't play like a wide variety of games is basically what I'm getting at. Like I, I played Pokemon obsessively for like 15 years and now I play this game obsessively for five years. Um, so, but, so I've, I've heard of Uncharted, but is that, so that's what she's worked on, but is, is that what the game's going to be? Or do we, do we know any details about what the game is going to be? We have no details, but like everybody knows, we're around the corner from uh, May 4th. So we expect a lot of okay. drops. So we got Star Wars uh, Celebration. I believe it's next month as well, or the end of this month. I have to double check. I'm so sad. Uh, I moved to Texas, so I'm not going to be able to go. I had tickets too, oh, but but uh, but that one was cool. Uh, we're going to find probably find out more information about that one. And Uncharted. Uncharted is basically like a story game mode, similar to Fallen Order. It has like a story. It's not an open world or a PvP stack game, um, but very similar to like I don't want to say God of War. But you gotta like button mash, like press square X to kind of dodge. It has like cinematics while you're playing. So if they do anything similar to that with Star Wars, I think we could have a really, really fun game, especially if it has something to do with non-Jedi, which I really think that with with her expertise, we could see maybe a bounty hunter story or or something like that. Did you ever play the bounty hunter game for um for PlayStation 2, I think it was like the story of like basically the story of Jango Fett. Yeah, where where Jango has to go like hunt a Jedi because Count Dooku sends him. Um, you get to do all sorts of fun stuff. It was a really fun game, really old. Sorry, random. No, no, that was a good one too. I always wanted to play. Um, I don't know if you guys if you saw this one, but it was like uh, level. Oh my gosh, it was like Coruscant where you would go to like the the lower levels. We go into it in season seven. Of the Clone Wars yes. with uh, the two sisters, but there was a game that was supposed to be uh, revolving around Boba Fett, and there's a trailer and everything. They announced it in EA, and nothing came from it because that was the point where Lucasfilm got bought out by Disney, so they canned everything that what they were working on. But it looks really cool. If you can ever go back on YouTube, j- definitely check it out. I think it's like nineteen four or thirteen thirteen. Yeah, there you go. Tried to set it. Shout out to Gold Yeah, Gold yeah. Gold yeah there you go (laughs) there's the pokemon (laughs) i don't have them anymore i had a i had to get a refund on them (laughs) okay all right well cool yeah yeah. so so i'm like i'm excited like i I have thanks to everyone's support i was able to get like a a good computer so that we can actually run streams and make uh youtube videos and whatnot and one of the kind of nice benefits to that as well as I can actually play games. Like I don't have a console, but I can actually play games on my computer. So if if it's good and like I have time, I'll definitely get it. Like it took me I just like I said, I just beat Fallen Order yesterday. And it probably took me I wanna say a month. I wanna say a month to beat Fallen Order. And like that's the only thing I've been playing other than Star Wars Galaxy Heroes. And then we got a question in chat too. They're talking about um the clips uh, um just to answer that one that game looks like it's gonna be really really delayed i think they said around five or six years till we'll see that one hit the market so don't hold your breath for that one Bro, it Kier, looks are cool you messing though. with us you see his no 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 <laughs> yeah i i think uh he's messing with I, us, right? 
Yeah, no, it's because I, I said the bar, the sisters because they were on the same level as the game. Okay, just making sure. I was like, no. you scared me for a second there. I'm like, there's no way they're doing that. Okay. All right, getting back. But yeah, so you asked but, me how what, what I thought about Fallen Order, right? Yeah. Dude, I absolutely loved it. I, I thought they I thought they nailed it. Uh I'm not I'm I'm still kind of a, a I'm I'm a clone war snob. Like if I had to pick uh an era to play, it would either be Clone Wars or like pre-Clone Wars around the Phantom Menace, or even before the Phantom Menace, I think would be really cool. So that I'm not I'm not as tied to the original trilogy, but I did I did like it a lot. Despite, you know, the time period not being exactly my favorite. I think they nailed it about every respect. The graphics were just absolutely amazing. I really liked the amount of planets we went to. And I think this is kind of a, a pattern for Star Wars games where you just, you know, go from planet to planet and go on your side quests. It's it's very much it's very much what The Mandalorian was as a TV series, but also like that's KOTOR. KOTOR, I think, may have been the first game that did it. Mm. I, I, I think to that scale, to like... I want to say maybe to that scale, to the amount of planets and like the stories behind the planets. I, th I know we've had other games where like you see them, but you don't really interact with them. Maybe Kotor was like the first one to actually be able to interact with different planets. I'm not sure though. Yeah, so I really like those games, and I, I played those games retrospectively. I didn't play those as a kid. I played those as an adult when I was playing Galaxy of Heroes. I'm like, who is? this absolute jerk Jedi Knight Revan who keeps killing everything I have and I can't get a single kill on this team. Um, and I thought about it right now, Jedi Knight series too. That was before quotes are, so we got uh, to see different okay. planets is there that, too. Is that where Kyle Katarn came from? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, so th those games are Force Unleashed. Force Unleashed is probably the first game I ever played that had it. Uh, that where you again you would go down to the, you would go to these different planets and do different quests. Anyways, I like I liked that. I liked revisiting it. Uh, I love the planets that we went to. Like I think all of them I knew. No, I didn't know all of them. Um, but there there were some really really co cool ones. Are there any stars planets with with multiple biomes? Naboo, I think Naboo has multiple biomes. They have they have grassy plains. They have just complete like a water area. Not exactly like Camino, but it's very similar. Alderaan too. Alderaan has like ice and like forest areas and plains. I think. Um, but yeah, but yeah. So overall, I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought the the protagonist was was good. Um, I didn't feel a huge affiliation to him. I thought it was a cool. I thought it was very refreshing. I think that's probably the right word. I think he as a character was refreshing because we've had. We've had a lot of very kind of complex or complicated characters, and a lot of times they haven't played out super well. And Cal was very, he was very simple. He had a very simple background. He had a very simple present and a very simple future. Like it, it, it reminded me a little bit of kind of the original trilogy, where it was just kind of, his, his character development was just kind of a straight shot. Um, yeah. The antagonist was really good. I think that was probably, I, I really liked Second Sister. I think... And it, it kind of reminded me of Maul, where she was, you know, taken, tortured, or whatever. And she was evil, but there was still good in her. And it was really other things that were bringing it out. So, yeah, absolutely you, love the game. I will definitely play the second one. And I've even, like, talked to some people about streaming the second one. I would totally love to do that. 
You know what? Like I never really like seen that comparison until you mentioned it now. But Maul is a really good comparison to the second sister. Like you have no choice at that point where she was like, be an inquisitor or die. Maul, it was a baby. That's all he knew. So that's a really good call out right there. Yeah. So lo- loved it. Um, I might even play it again. I think I I got a yeah. bundle with the head Battlefront tune as well. So I think I might p- play through that story mode next though. Um, for me, Fallen Order was really, really cool. I I love that. I love games because they do this, especially story games. You get to like, like you mentioned, to see the different planets, but you got to feel what those planets were like. See the wildlife, things that were introduced, like those those Ram characters, uh, Kashyyyk, that big bird, like stuff that we've never seen before, but now we know. Like when I go see Revenge of the Sith. I'm like, hey, there might be a bird over there in that tree. <laughs> but it, but it's cool to all that stuff. And I really enjoyed every character that pretty much came out of the series. The I forget his name, but the pilot. Um, uh, Grease, I believe. Gr- Grease and then the Jedi, the the ex-Jedi. Uh, like you, I, I always forget. It's been a long time. Uh, even like the side characters, too. I know you mentioned it last week, too, but saws in there there's tons of characters but every one of them's really cool daphomir was a really cool planet to visit as well one of the craziest boss fights too that thing was awesome <laughs> against the the big giant bat thing yeah that was great yeah i didn't see that company either because you, you kind of knew like all right this wander dude's like super creepy you were definitely gonna end up having to kill him at some point but i did not expect the bat yeah that thing was awesome um, also, one of the things I really, really liked from the game that it introduced was um, the music, the 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 rock and roll that they were listening to in the oh. beginning of the series. Okay, so absolutely loved it. And when I got to the end of the game, when I finished it yesterday, I instantly thought, why wasn't there more of that? Because that was such a good opening like it, it fit the scene it was very it reminded me very much of like steampunk and you know you're coming in on yes. this essentially ship graveyard like it, it fit things so well even i wanted to hear it more just just more than once because i think you hear it again if you get captured by bounty hunters or something like that but like give give me a different song that has that type of vibe i, I think that was i think that was maybe a missed opportunity i, I, wanted, oh, yeah. I wanted more of that because that that was it was a really cool opener. And if you guys ever want to listen to it, if you guys haven't played the game, don't plan on playing it. Definitely go check it out. It's uh, the band's called Hun. I think it's H U the H U, and um, it it it's their it's their language. I think it's um, oh my gosh, um, the 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 same uh, race as um, oh my gosh, Khan. What's his name? Khan. Uh, Genghis Khan. Oh, I think you're talking about a Star Wars character. I'm like, I don't know who no, that is. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's a, it legit. That's the way they sing. So they have multiple songs like that. It's I guess it's called throat singing. And the same way where Star Wars uses different languages, I know the Jawas use a, a, a language that's a real language. Oh, really? uh, yeah, we, we get Star Wars music that's a real language, and they have other songs that sound like that, too. Really, really de- interesting design with the throat singing, but it fits so perfectly. George Lucas didn't want to go full Tolkien and actually just make his own language for funsies. No, uh, 
I, I think the the person that played the languages for the Jawas is uh, still alive. I think they went to one of the celebrations a few years back. Uh, Mongol Mongolian throat singing. There you yeah. uh, Mongolian throat singing. Yes. It, it's so awesome. I mean, it fits super well. Like, even if it was that same band doing, like, the same type of music, just different songs, like, mixed in throughout the game, I, I would have liked that. I guess that, that can be my one critique. I, they should have had that more. My my wife hated that so much because when they before the game announced they th dropped that song. I don't know how many times I played it in the car. So you see me driving with oh, no no no, dude. it was bad. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's oh, very fitting though. Um, but we when you mentioned Fallen Order, Fallen Order, a rumor they haven't confirmed it or anything, but Celebration they're gonna announce Fallen Order. Two, yeah, the rumor, it sounds like it's pretty much confirmed. Like it's not confirmed, confirmed, but it's it's pretty much locked at this point. Yeah, all the big time like scoops, uh, people that give out the scoops are saying it, and there's a rumor too that it could possibly happen at the end of this year or two. So we we're not gonna have to wait that long. Yeah, I, so. I would like that. I I thought it was a good success, and I they they left it very much open, like spoilers if you haven't played the game. Like they made it super open for continuation, for it to easily easily make a sequel. And honestly, the way they did it, and I think this might have even been intentional, because I know D Disney's been very, very good at uh, at planning long-term strategies. I think they specifically went with the likeness, and maybe I'm wrong here, because they, they did it with Starkiller and Aiden as well. But they made the likeness exactly off of a person. I don't remember what the technology is, is called that they do that. It's some type of CGI. But like, that actor can, can play Cal in a series or movie, and it will flow perfectly. And there's another rumor that possibly he could be an Obi-Wan. That's been going around for a couple months now. Who knows? But he's around the age that would kind of line up perfectly. And uh, he's a good actor, too. I, I, I didn't watch the full I have series. Seen some but stuff with him, yeah. He was in Gotham. He was uh, the yeah, Joker. Right. He was the yeah. Joker. Or, or not, I guess their version of the Joker. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I would see like Cliff in here. It. But but he seems like to do a pretty good job. I know people were talking about they liked him over um, Jared Leto, Joker. So I think they like that's got to say something. People over, yeah, I was gonna say we <laughs> we don't need to get into that. I'm trying to look up here when exactly is the time period for Fallen Order? Because um, it would it would have to be after all of his adventures. But I know that they've talked about okay, it's five years after the execution of Order sixty six. So I it's possible, but it doesn't look it doesn't look to line up exactly right. Uh, I think uh, Kenobi's about five years too. Kenobi's not that long after um, Revenge of the Jedi. I have to double check. It looked like Luke was maybe like seven or eight um, in the in the trailer. Yeah, they could get around with five though. I mean, yeah, <laughs> Obi Wan is going to age, you know, thirty five years in in the over the cross of eighteen. So it is what it is. But and, and even if he is about seven years old, they can jump Cal into the series at that time because we know he survived and maybe make Fallen Order 2 after the series, maybe a brief meetup. I don't know. That would be cool. And then I, I that's another one he's in, Emo. Shameless. Oh, okay. No, so it's nine years. No, no. So the, he that's a very real possibility. It's nine years after um, – or ten, ten or nine – yeah, okay. Sorry. Ten years after Revenge of Sith and nine years before A New Hope. So there's four years that Cal could be doing something before he shows up. Um, so yeah, that's a very real possibility. Who knows? I think it would be really, really cool. 
And then also we got um, two more games, mystery games. So they announced the one we talked a little bit about er earlier, but there's two more that they're in in the process of making. So hopefully we get those announced too. And then we also, Disney has a, our Lucasfilms, I believe, has an investors meeting. And though that's going to happen next month too. And they usually drop some bombs in the investor meeting. Uh, that's where we got the sizzle reel for Obi-Wan before the trailer. So that was a good one. So hopefully the next one's going to be good too. And then hopefully we get some more information about Fallen Order too. And I, I, I'm, I'm pumped, but I'm... Cal would probably be like the third character that I want to see the most as far as a cameo appearance goes in Kenobi. But I've been heard we're getting some. Like they, They've confirmed we're getting some characters we're not supposed to be expecting. Yeah, I think we're going to get a lot of characters, to be honest, especially from the trailer. It looks like he's going off world. So I, I have but three. Tilo, so I'll have this kind of off the cuff. If you had to see three characters that are not currently announced, like you can't pick mm -hmm. the Grand Inquisitor. Um, if you had to pick three characters that are not currently announced, they can be rumored that are going to appear in Kenobi series. Well, who do you want to see? I'll let you go first. Let me think about it. Because okay, you, you seem like you got yours. I have these picked out. So number one, Qui-Gon. He has to appear. If he does not appear, they have royally, royally screwed up. Because it I, I think, the precedent I think has already been set. Oh, yeah. And I, I honestly, I think that's a lock. I'm not even considering that like a, a rumor one. Like, I'm pretty sure we're going to either hear him or see him. But I'm pretty sure we're probably going to be able to see him. Like, I, I, I would be okay if they just did audio and they were like, he didn't figure out how to do that yet. Like that's yep, yeah, that's fine. I'll take that. But if they, if he's just not even in the story, they majorly screwed up because that that storyline has been there for over ten years. And I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure Qui Gon knows how to do it. If if, if any of you guys in chat, and if you haven't, Calvin, I know you're a big Qui Gon guy. Mm -hmm. Listen to a certain point of view, uh, a New Hope. It's a really cool one, especially if you have earphones. So on one side, you hear um, Obi-Wan, and on the other side, you hear Qui-Gon. So it sounds like there's a conversation going back and forth. And um, it's in the middle. It's during A New Hope. It's, um, oh my gosh, I'm trying to remember the exact timeline. But he's talking about um, Luke. He's talking about all sorts of stuff. And I believe he appears to Obi-Wan. Okay. I'm not, a, I have to go back and double check, but that's a really cool one. So they're in constant communication. I, I really believe we're going to be able to see him. So that's my number one. Has to happen. If they don't, I think they screwed up. Number two, and then two and three is kind of whatever. Like if they, if it happens, I'd be hyped, but at the same time, you know, whatever. Um, number two, I want to see Starkiller. And different from Qui-Gon, I don't want him to be a main part of the story. I want, you know, all the epic things that are going to happen to Kunobi, I want for them to happen. And then as a, like a post-credit scene to the end of the series, like what, you know, let's say Reva gets killed. I don't know. I, I haven't looked at anything. Let's say Reva dies at the end, at the Inquisitor dies at the end of the series. And like the final scene is the Grand Inquisitor walking up to this person who's got their back turned. He's like, like, all right, you're up or you've been promoted or like, you're, you're in now. Or like we need another Inquisitor. And it just, the head just turns and you see that it's Sam Witwer. Um, so, I like that's what I would like to see, like a, a cameo appearance, and then launching his own series. Um, I I, I want to see I want to see more, but I don't I don't want him to be a big part of Kenobi. I just want him I just want yeah. this to launch him. 
give us a little Thanos moment where we see like Star Killer from the back, and then he turns around. Just briefly, we see his face. Oh like, my like gosh, just that would enough be awesome! Reason, like you just turn around for everyone to know it's him. Like that's all. That's what I want. And Sin, you're a hundred percent right. There is the rumor that he's going to be able in the cameo. Um, I think I um, IMB or oh my gosh, I, can, I always forget the name. Yeah, they mentioned something. Who knows if it's real? But if it is, oh my gosh! And then emo, don't worry. Uh, their excuse for it is going to be it's 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 legends. This is the canon version of Star Killer. But I still think he's going to be pretty powerful. They they might just have to nerf how long it takes him to get powerful. Like, it, it would be really kind of, you know, crappy if they took away his ability to tear Star Destroyer out of the sky, but he might not do that right off the bat, you know, like that. He'll probably have to work up to that, and then it'll be this big moment where, that we all know is coming. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so and that's, that's number two. And then number three would be Cal. I would, And very similar to Starkiller, like, I would just kind of like a cameo appearance. Maybe not any of this biggest Starkiller, just like mentioned or like, if Obi-Wan goes off world, like they end up working together one time, like Obi-Wan gives Cal hope or something like that. I don't know. And then, you know what? Um, just to go real little bit back to your star killer, they could have him pretty powerful in OP if they don't make him an inquisitor. Cause you got to remember it was Vader's secret apprentice. What if he's still a secret apprentice in, in new canon and they don't have him in as an inquisitor that could be interesting. And that could line up a whole crazy event in a television series i could get behind that like he doesn't yeah they could go either way he could be an inquisitor or not yeah because he really isn't he really isn't a secret apprentice because he's he's in a secret apprentice from palpatine and it would be really no. hard it would be really hard to be an inquisitor and palpatine not to know about it exactly and then that way too like the inquisitors have like a cap where they can go that much powerful um and if they go past that cap you know vader and palpatine are going yeah, to kill them to level them yeah yeah, like even in one of the comic uh, panels, you see Vader just chop up some of their arms, some of their legs, some of their eyes. That's why if you notice, all these Inquisitors are kind of missing pieces except for Grand Inquisitor. So I, I think I, I think you could definitely get away with that. That would be awesome. Well, that, that's kind of what ends up happening with Starkiller. Um, is he's like, all right, or I think Sidious finds out about it. He's like, Vader, you got to get rid He's like, he's too powerful. You got to get rid of him. Like, he's he's, beca he's becoming a rival or whatever. Um, yeah. And then he has to go and kill him or whatever. But I've, I posted a meme in the Discord um, <laughs> recently, and it was showing, like, the, the, com the comparison between when Cal encounters Lord Vader and when, uh, when Starkiller encounters Lord Vader. And Cal's just Brian away, and it's the Lord Vader's like cocking his Glock. He's like shame, or Star Killer's like shame. <laughs> hey, hey, you know what? It lines up perfectly with Vader's character as well. He's already done it twice in in canon in the comics. He's actually like constructed a full droid army from the leftovers of the Separatists, and he's also uh, gone behind the Emperor's back to find out more information about Padme's death. And then he gets the full understanding that it was Palpatine that really caused her to die. So I could definitely see him going against Palpatine. And oh man, talking about it, I really want to see that. That would be awesome. I will say so. So those are my three. Those are my three. So I think you right. don't have to pick three, but like, do you have anyone else you'd like to add to it? Uh, yeah, uh, I thought about them real quick. The first one would be Rex. I, I have Rex, Rex is around this time. You already have the actor. 
he's doing series with Disney Plus to just throw a beard on him, throw some makeup on him. And I think that could be a really cool interaction that we see in the story. Well, and that that's why the I always thought that I thought I always thought this was really random, but they gave um they gave what's his face Boba a very distinctive scar across the middle of his face. And I think that was to distinguish the difference between the two. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I think, it, and then you can get subtle mentions of Ahsoka, but maybe Obi-Wan's like, hey, I can't meet her because that'll draw too much attention to us. Uh, that'll be cool. Yeah. So I could, I, I could see, I could see them doing that because they can change his demeanor enough, especially like you said, if they give him a beard and whatnot. Um, yeah. I wonder how he'd have to change his voice because the Boba and Django voice makes sense, but the clones was a little bit different. I wonder if he would do anything different. Mm-hmm. You can always have him dubbed. Bring um, ba- Ooh, uh, that would be rough. <laughs> what's his name? Baker, the one that does all the clones for the the Clone Wars. <laughs> that's true. All right, so um, that, that's one. So second one and lines up with the clones as well. And in Legends, he's alive. I would want to see Commander Cody. Mm. Imagine, imagine if Commander Cody is called up from teaching the stormtroopers uh, training, and they're like, "Hey, we need you. Your old Jedi commander is out there. You know him the best. You're in charge of hunting him with the Inquisitors." And that would be really cool, almost like a the way we got uh, Crosshair and Bad Batch. Uh, Cody can be the crosshair in the Obi Wan Kenobi series. Oh, I can hundred percent see it. No, that that one. I think if I had to put this on likelihood, I would probably lean more towards Cody than anyone else except Qui Gon Jinn. Like I think because they have a solid connection there. He's in Legends. They don't really do anything with him elsewhere. And I think maybe something that we see a little bit is so you know how in Bad Batch there's oh I don't remember his name there is a clone that starts to kind of wake up. Out of Order 66. This is going to sound weird. Uh, He's like very attractive looking. Do you know who I'm talking about? He's like one of the commanders. I'm trying to remember. I know in the comic books in um, the the Kanan Padawan series, there's a clone that does it in canon. But he, I'm he, trying to remember. Named, like, he tries to help the Bad Batch, and he has, he has the, but he has the chip. Um, I don't remember his name. But whoever that Styles? is. Styles? What? No, not Styles. No. Um, I don't remember what his name is, but he that was might have already been kind of shadowing the fact that some clones could come out of Order 66, and maybe we could see that with Cody to the point where he ends up helping Obi-Wan, but I don't know if I want to do that to... I don't know if no. I want them to kill off more clones for Obi-Wan. Like, Obi-Wan's been through enough, man. Like, he doesn't, he doesn't need to have Cody die in front of him. What I really, really want is, like, um, you remember I Am Legend? Yes. Okay, you know when Will has to take out uh, Sam, the dog? Yep. You know how that scene is just so emotional? I want that with Obi-Wan and <laughs> Commander and he, Cody. He's so much, though. Oh, my God. Imagine they're in a room. Cody is, like, doesn't have a weapon, and he's, like, trying to choke Obi-Wan, and, like, you see the tears fall off of Obi-Wan's face, and he's like, wake up, Cody, but Cody, like, refuses to wake up. Because I want some of these clones to just not have the typical, like, oh, my inhibitor chip is, like, malfunctioning. I'm coming out of it. I want some of these clones to be full force and have the inhibitor in there, and they really can't do anything about it. It makes it more tragic. 
Uh, that, Especially I, that, that was the entire end of Clone Wars season seven. Oh yeah, but imagine like the emotional like that's emotional damage right there. That uh, was really rough. Ahsoka taking up Rex's helmet and he's crying. Yeah, yeah, but imagine you have like the inverse where you take off the the helmet. And imagine if, even if you see Cody like crying, crying, but he just can't help it. Oh, that would be that would be one of the most epic scenes Star Wars has put out. Probably up there with Ahsoka and Vader and their duel in um, Rebels. I don't disagree with you. That that would actually be really fun. <laughs> that would be cool. And last last character I would want. And this is just all selfish for me. Um, is Quinlan Voss? Okay, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it's in a couple of these books in canon. Um, I think it was like the Jedi archives. It was like a book that um, that like Luke had. or something like that. Yeah, and then he has like passages against all the Jedi from like the Clone Wars. And in Quin Quinlan Voss's passage, it's it says. It says, uh, rumored to survive the Clone Wars. Mm. And the reason I say that he could be in there with Obi-Wan is they have a relationship. Yeah, they do. Uh, yeah. The, the way Dooku and uh, Sifo Dyas had their relationship as Padawans was the same way Quinlan Boss and Obi-Wan had their relationship. They kind of like grew up together. So that's why they're very familiar with each other and um, go on different missions. And if you guys ever listen to... Uh, uh, Dark Disciple. Yeah, that's you, what I was going to bring up. You really, really see how deep their relationship goes to where the Council is having Quinlan Boss do some hella shady stuff that the Jedi should never do. And they have Obi-Wan be the mediator between yeah. the Council's wishes and Quinlan Boss. But you definitely see their relationship. No, no, I agree. And again, similar to Cody, I think, I think those characters are more likely than the ones I listed. Yeah, because him, him, and him and Quinlan did have a pretty close relationship. He Obi Wan was the contact. And poor Obi Wan, Council's want to do shady stuff, and he has to be the mediator for all for all like all like the all the yeah. Jedi that are already on the edge. <laughs> Freaking Quinlan Boss, Anakin, like that's a hard job right there. That yeah, is. I mean, I mean, that's where he gets his name from. And I, so I didn't remember this, but I, I just looked it up. the The clone that I was referring to that kind of was coming out of the inhibitor ship was Hauser, Captain Hauser. Hauser, okay, okay. I remember now. Really that nice was a good character. that was a good episode. <laughs> Captain's like, I'm feeling that I might do that to myself. That <laughs> no, looks good, man. But anyways. All right. So we I mean we got through everything today and a little bit more. Um do you have anything else you would like to add before we before we call it good, Tilo? Um no. Just um just my normal stuff. You guys can catch me on YouTube. I'll probably put a, putting clips out from the show and putting out some random videos as well as some GAC recaps. Uh, TikTok. I just posted a TikTok today. Uh, I thought it was funny. So hopefully you guys like it too. And obviously the podcast, you guys can listen to it again. If you guys missed a couple of segments, definitely go check it out there. And of course, Twitch. You can see me do some GAC and um, see if I fail. It's always a fun time when I fail. So. <laughs> that's about it for me yeah i mean everyone knows where to find me I do gc here on twitch on this exact page every wednesday and sunday at 10 or at 6 p.m eastern standard time and then at 2 p.m eastern standard time on saturday we've got our youtube channel calvin awesome that has a lot of stuff going out and then just uh, kind of another plug here for the discord whether you're on i think i can actually put this in the twitch but you can also this should be in the description for the podcast but head over to the discord uh at the very least 
just so that you can go in and you can give us a part of a kit that you want us to guess. If you go if you go into the Discord server and you open up the channel, whose kit is it anyway? You'll see a, a kind of a list of abilities that people have been putting in for us to guess what character they belong to. You can put that in there. Maybe you have a favorite character you think is a little bit obscure that you like to use a lot and you think they have a really important ability that we might not know. Feel free to plug it in there. But that's going to be it for me. Let's call it a day. Let's do it. All right, guys. Thank you for watching. And as always, stay mad awesome.